0: Welcome to the Booktopia Podcast. I'm Ben Hunter, Booktopia's Fiction Category Manager, and this is a podcast about books and the fantastic people who read them and write them. Uh, Today's podcast is a special one. I'm joined by fellow Booktopian, Sarah McDeweling. Hi, Sarah. Hi. And today's guest is a superstar. Jane Harper is the author of The Dry, Force of Nature, and The Lost Man. Uh, They're all bestsellers. Uh, She's won a string of awards, uh, including the Gold Dagger and the Australian Book Industry Award for Book of the Year. Uh, Her new novel is called The Survivors, uh, and it's very good. Jane, welcome to the Booktopia podcast.
1: Oh,
2: hello. Thank you for having me.
0: It's a real pleasure to have you on. Um, The Lost Man, for me, was the perfect mystery novel Um, you set it up so perfectly with this mind-blowing death tableau um out in what's essentially the the desert uh and then you draw in a a small circle of people who are all distraught and complex and you slowly and carefully squeeze the truth out of them uh, the survivors is a rewarding novel in very similar ways of course um, but it is certainly not in the kind of closed off red dirt northwest Queensland cattle station that we have burned into our minds from your previous novel. Uh, You actually take us to the west coast of Tasmania to this beautiful tourist town. Uh, What's drawn you down south off the mainland?
1: I think
2: for this novel I really um, yeah wanted to capture that kind of coastal elements and um, I start thinking about the setting really early on so as soon as I'm thinking about the plot I'm thinking about where is the best place to set this and um, I knew I wanted um, you know this kind of small um, kind of seaside town you know which is very reliant on tourists but at the same time has this real core community of locals Um, and i wanted that kind of a rugged you know seascape as well to for it all to play out against and um i I think tasmania was just the the really obvious option you know it was um yeah it's such a kind of um beautiful coastal state um i think it has a lot of those real kind of sort of small communities um they they were kind of ideal for where i wanted to set it um and it just has that um yeah the landscape I just thought was the perfect yeah backdrop to to telling this kind of story with you know the kind of small town intrigue and and kind of secrets to be uncovered.
1: Um did you go to Tasmania to research this because your um your main character Kieran does a lot of hiking around this breathtaking coastline and it's so atmospheric and he does a lot of it with a baby strapped to his chest and as I was reading I couldn't help wonder if that was uh, your experience when you're researching the survivors.
2: Yeah, so it was actually, and it was it was actually um, quite similar to my um, to my own experience. So I've been to Tasmania a few times over the years, and and I think that was partly what drew me to to write about um, that state uh, this time. But um, I, I do what I always would try and do, which is when I've got the the kind of the core plots. Um, kind of, you know, um fairly fairly firm in my mind. I like to go in and do like the on-the-ground research and really get those sort of details and the the sort of first hand experience um to to weave into it. And um and so that's what I did this time. And um I went um on my research trip in um uh, in February. So kind of the um sort of the end towards the end of summer, which is when the book is set. Um and actually at the time I had um I just had my second child um, in November the year before. So I had this 12-week-old um, baby. So my whole family, we all went, my husband and my my three-year-old and my 12-week-old, and we all went on this sort of road trip around Tasmania. And, um, and so I spent a lot of time walking up and down beaches with a baby strapped to my chest. So um, I think that definitely, um, yeah, definitely lends itself to elements of the book.
0: Does having um, young children especially um, in your care, in your charge as a new mother, um, give you a different, energy or perspective and when you're when you're writing crime when you're when you're dealing out in the macabre
2: I think it does um to some degree um I, I think yeah, you know, really for me I always try and make sure um the characters are kind of who they need to be so I feel like you know, some of them will have children, some of them won't. Um, some of them will have children of different ages and different relationships. And I think so. I think it's always more, the most important thing is to make sure that the, the the character is, is you know, kind of true to who they need to be. And then once you've worked out what that character is and, and, and who they are, then make sure that those relationships that you build are authentic. So, um, you know, for me, uh, Kieran, the main character in The Survivors, does have this... Um, three-month-old um, daughter Audrey who was who was with him when he returns to his hometown and um you know so uh, I mean I was I was fortunate I guess in that I had I had real first-hand experience of having you know um the, the baby the same age at the time when I was really writing the, a lot of those scenes um, so yeah it, it does it does help kind of weave in um, but I think like any author you know you, you, you're drawing on experiences that some, some of which you've had personally, some of which you haven't, and, you, and you, you're trying to really tap into those, I guess, those um, elements that make the characters feel real.
1: Um, Jane, there are a few things in this book that I've just been dying to ask you, um, how where the inspiration came from and if they were based on real life. The first is the, um, the monuments of the survivors in the town, which play such a, there's just sort of always looming, um, and it's like all the characters tell the time by looking at how how deeply the this monument has been submerged by the tide, and I just loved that idea, and I wondered if it was based on a real place um, and the second was you have an author character in this book, and I wondered if that was maybe inspired a little bit by you like. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, so the um, of so sculpture um, is um, was yeah I, I really liked that that kind of idea of having this this sort of piece of artwork. Um, that, that kind of is also tied to the landscape. And um, as you mentioned, I've also got um, an author character in this book who is um, a guy called George R. Barlin. And he is a very successful writer who's come to um, Evelyn Bay in Tasmania to uh, seek inspiration from a little bit of you know, coastal change. And I think, um, you know, when I'm when I'm doing the characters, like I said, I'm always trying to get those sort of authentic aspects. And I think the kind of professional aspect of his character was – um drawn a little bit from you know my observations and experiences and conversations I've had with other authors. Um, so that was you know that was that was quite sort of fun and interesting for me to 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 write. Um, but you know I think like a lot of the characters that, that's a professional aspect It's just one one part of his character. So um you know, he's he's also a little bit more than just you know just his professional
1: work. Yeah. Speaking I like of- his character. I like when authors go a little bit meta. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I love it so, um, Speaking of professional work, Jane, um, I want to know how you're settling in to being a, a, a world-renowned successful author. Um, uh, are you enjoying the career? Are you still loving it as much as when you started out? Um, and will is this something that you're going to continue on for years to come?
2: I definitely hope so. I mean, I wanted to write a book you know my whole life and then when I I got you know I wrote the dry and it it got published and it got the kind of reception it did which was so far beyond anything that I'd I'd ever sort of imagined it would um you know I think one of the 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 best things about that for me was that it created this opportunity to write more books and it meant that I could kind of be an author full-time so I definitely would hope to you know this would be you know something I'll, I'll be doing my whole life really um yeah, and it's you know it's it's really um, you know I mean, it, it's sort of changed a lot over the last few years. I think um, you know professionally, it's sort of helped um every time you write a book, I guess you get to know your own pattern of working better. And I think you know i've I've sort of learned a lot about what works for me in terms of you know, um, using my time most efficiently and getting those ideas on the page and getting through those those sort of technical aspects that mean um, I can kind of accelerate the process and really focus on the, the creative parts um, rather than having to worry about, you know, how exactly do you go about writing a book? Um, so that, that really helps, I think, having that experience.
1: And um, you have such a growing readership in both the UK and in North America. And I wondered, have you found that your international fans respond to your books differently or enjoy different qualities in your writing than um, you find with the Australian fans? Yeah, I do. and I, But I find even within, you know, Australia, there's no real
2: um, hard and fast rule about what people are drawn to with the books. You know, it seems like, um, you know, people kind of respond to different things, I guess, um, depending on their own, you know, just tastes and background and what kind of books they like, um, you know, which is great, which is what we all do, I think. Everybody kind of gets something a little bit different from, from every book they read. Um, but, I mean, some people are really drawn to the landscapes and some people like the mystery elements and some people, I guess, like the character relationships. And um, so it, it is something that um, I'm sort of, I guess I'm always interested in what, what people um like as readers but at the same time it's it's really hard to think about you know what you can do that is going to tick every box for every reader because that's just not possible mm. so I always try and just come back to writing a book that you know is, is the kind of book that I think I would like to read and is told in the best possible way that I can tell it
0: well don't stop doing what you're doing because yeah, well. <laughs> um, yeah it, it's certainly true that your your books can draw in Readers who aren't necessarily um, died in the wall crime readers. They, uh, they, they can, you, can, you can enjoy a Jane Harper book for uh, many different reasons, um, not just the bloodshed. Um, speaking of the apocalypse, uh, you toured the world greatly um, and did a number of events, uh, I'm sure, before the kind of pandemic hit. Um, I'm wondering, can you tell us a bit about maybe an interaction where you've been well and truly starstruck? By someone or have you ever had your expectation of someone who's a little bit famous uh completely upended by themselves in reality
2: yeah good question um you know i mean i get starstruck all the time especially by by authors really i think um it's i still have to kind of remind myself that um I guess I'm I'm among them you know sometimes when I'm at festivals and, and things like that and I see someone think oh wow they read a book ago that's that's so great and and then I think well no I'm here because I also read a book so so it's sort of um I, I think is, you know whenever I read an author or someone who's, whose book I've enjoyed I'm always like a little bit in awe of you know what what of what they've done I kind of guess I want to thank them for you know, the experience that they've created that I've enjoyed. Um I really loved meeting um, Marion Keys, who um was over in Australia a couple of years ago, and I went to one of her events. Um and I, I loved reading her her books like for years and years, ever since sort of like my twenties. I remember being, you know, just a really, really big fan of hers. And um and I and I got to um I got to go to the event and I was I was sort of I was kind of trying to think like, is there any possible way in assigning to you I can kind of bring up the fact that I wrote a book? And then just completely <laughs> naturally, it came up during a conversation. She mentioned that she'd actually read one of my books during her talk. And it was it was one of the, it was an amazing moment because I was like, oh my God, like this, you know, this author who I've loved for so many years has actually kind of, is like aware of my work, you know? So that was um, that was like a really, that was a really special moment for me.
1: Oh, that's so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jane, I recently discovered something amazing about you, which is that you appeared on the long-running and beloved Australian TV show Neighbours. Um, could you tell us a little bit about how that came about and what that was like? Oh,
2: I did get to go on Neighbours. It was, and it was amazing. I think it was um, December 12th, I think, the episode ran, And if anybody wants to, to go through the archives. Um, <laughs> and um it was um so how it came about really was um I think there's a um there was a writer in the writer's room who um who enjoys my books and they um they needed a book for prop um for a, a separate episode and um and so they got in touch um to say you know, would I be willing for them to to use it was a, to use the lost man as um as a prop for someone you know one character kind of recommending a book to another so i said of course absolutely and <laughs> and, and and they, they would say oh you'll be used in a positive way and i was like i don't care just use it <laughs> like, so and um and then um so i i think i was i must be so enthusiastic about it that then um, a little while later they got they got it i said actually would you be interested in doing a cameo and i again i said well yeah of course like when do you mean me um i'll be there i'll be there today and um and they and they wrote this this really um, like fantastic scene where it's me and I'm um, Toady, the you know much beloved long running character, um, outside a community centre, and he's doing a, a kind of literacy program, and I turn up holding a, a box of, of of my own books that I'm about to donate, and I hand one over, and he compliments the books, and we have a, a little kind of <laughs> witty banter, and then I and then I and then I exit stage left. So it was, yeah. It was so fun. It was like it it was. It was like really like such a like. I mean, again, like I I remember. I remember coming home from school and watching neighbours, you know, and to kind of have a chance to be on. It was was really really fun.
0: (laughs) Uh, That's that's a thrilling story. Um,
2: Yeah, (laughs) I I, I hope we
0: see more of you.
2: uh, Me too. uh, I know. Every iconic Australian
0: show.
2: That's right. Yeah, or long running, returning character. I mean, I'd be you know open for that.
0: Um, Speaking of uh, the screen, um, there's, of course, the screen adaptation of The Dry, which stars um, Australia's um, superstar Eric Banner, uh, which has been done, I'm aware, but its release has been delayed because of the state of cinemas not being open. Um, Have you seen the finished movie, Jane? Are you happy with the final product or is it still a bit of a mystery to you?
2: Um, yeah, no, well, I, not only have I seen it, but actually speaking of acting credits, I was also in it. <gasps> oh, This is amazing. You're like I know Hitchcock. <laughs> Exactly. Ex- exactly. So, um, so yeah, so I got to, um, so you're absolutely right. It's, 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 the movie is finished and they filmed it, um, in 2019 in various locations in kind of regional Victoria and, um, were kind enough to invite me up, um, uh, to which I completely abused the invitation and, and you know, inviting about you know, a dozen of my, you know, family and friends as well, um, to come and be extras in the funeral and wake scene near the start of oh, the yeah. start of the book. So um if you look um if you look closely for the sort of three seconds we're on screen you can see the the church packs with um me and assorted associates playing grieving mourners. And um and yeah and that was really, really fun. I got to, you know, meet her banner and see the kind of you know, I guess see what they were doing and just a bit of landscape and um and and then um you know and I was really impressed you know on set but it is it's quite hard to to as as a non-film person to kind of imagine what that's going to translate to in the finished product. Um but then um again I was lucky enough to get to see the finished film um earlier this year and honestly it's it's really fantastic. It's so so superb. I can't even um, tell you how pleased I am with it. It was just, it was like everything I could have hoped for in an adaptation. It's beautifully shot. They're really, really faithful to, I think, the spirit and the, you know, the feel of like the characters and the plot and um, it's, it but it's done in a really sort of um, gripping cinematic way as well. It's not, they haven't just been really slavish to Putting the book on screen, they've really created a really fantastic film in its own right. So, I think um, it's due hopefully for release. Um, I think April next year is is what's being said. So, um, but whenever it is, it's like it's so worth the wait. Like it's really, really worth seeing. And I think if you like the book, you'd, you'll really
1: enjoy it. I can't wait to see it, and I don't expect you to be able to answer this in detail. Um, but you know, just a yes or no. Was there anything surprising they did? in the adaptation um, that you didn't expect that you found surprising? (laughs)
2: Um, I think the thing that um, surprised me most in a really positive way was how they managed to kind of stay so true to the book while at the same time making it work really well in its own right on screen. So um, there's so many, I think all the key elements are in there and all the the characters are kind of completely recognisable to me, you know, um, in relation to who they are in the book. Um, and the scenes are kind of, you know, uh, you recognize the scenes from the book, but at the same time, they're kind of cut together or presented visually in a way that is really fresh. So I was sitting there watching it and, and, and it was it was like at time there were times when I was thinking. Oh my goodness, I wonder what's gonna happen next. <laughs> because you know, it was just the way it was presented was so so kind of um visually fresh. It was and then and then it would have, like, oh yes, okay, it's this bit now, that's great, you know. And um so I think that was really surprising how how it was, yeah, it was so um, I think it was so true to the book, but also just kind of um kind of really had its own life as a film as well.
1: What a resounding um for the author to say that you, while watching it, were wondering what would happen <laughs> there <laughs> as the author of the <laughs> book. <I know. laughs> um, swinging back to The Survivors, um, Jane, both Ben and I just are so in love with this book. It's such a phenomenal read. And for me, uh, for both of us, I'm sure, like um, you are on a short list of authors where I always go in with high expectations and those expectations are always exceeded and I just um, wonder, after such a string of successes, this is building up to a question, like I'm, <laughs> I'm getting there. Um, after such a string of success, successes, um, and so many, you know, every book you've had has been a bestseller, um, I wanted to ask, A, what, what kind of pressure does that put you under when you start a new project? And B, when you look back on your backlist, like, are you able to pick a favourite? <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, great question. And I think, um, you know, it it, it is uh, like, like, I am, I am aware, like expectations are high, you know, with, with the books. And I mean, I have like high expectations myself, you know, for them really as well. Um, And I think if I, you know, if I let myself, like I could, I could find that really paralyzing, you know, and it it could be, it could be something that I think would be really detrimental if I if I sort of let myself kind of think about that in one way. Um, so what I really try and do is I just, um, with everything with the books, I always just try and come back and focus on the things that I can control. And that is things like putting in, you know, the thought process that I know, you know, works for me and doing the planning, doing the, you know, putting the time in, doing the research visit, Um me, don't like I don't take shortcuts like if I think of something later that I think would benefit the book I always go back and I will always rewrite whatever I need to rewrite to 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 make it like the best it can be and I think you yeah, and that's always what I try and come back to you. I just try and do like the best job I can with it and you know and I think you know realistically like I wouldn't you know I wouldn't ask any more of any other author I wouldn't expect any more from you know my family and friends or my children you know other than mm-hmm. to just do the best you can so I feel like that's that's some that's that's the thing to focus on and that's what I kind of come back to just ask myself to do the best job I can and and I do and I always feel at the end um that I've you know I've, I've kind of I've left it all on the field you know what I mean there's nothing else I could do to make this book better you know for me personally um so that that's that's kind of what I'm always aiming for when by the time the book comes out um, and um, oh in terms of like the yeah like a personal favorite oh look i mean they're all oh I, you know I, mean, I i'm sure lots of all to say this is kind of like you know <laughs> your favorite child isn't it i think they they honestly all have like different different meaning for me i mean I've, i really you know I, in in survivors i really loved like the mystery elements in this book that came together i think exactly how i'd hoped it would when i started writing it um with the lost man i really enjoyed um like the research visit for that getting to go to the outback um you know so there's always like there's always something different I think that I really enjoy about the books and um I guess ideally I want to look back on the whole body of work and feel feel proud of them all so you're in the same position as your readers you can't really pick a favorite so <laughs> excellent <laughs> that's very nice of you to say I hope that's okay <laughs>
0: very diplomatically put um what are you gonna work on next um Jane when you're not um on set
2: (laughs) yeah I know yeah pursuing my acting career um I so I'll yes I'll start work um you know soon on thinking about the next book I guess I'm always I'm always kind of somewhere in a cycle with one really um like I I I never I never do two it two at once but as soon as one is finished I'm I'm kind of it's time to start, I guess, thinking about, yeah, the next one. Um, and I'm really, like, it's such, it's such. Um, I'm not just being coy, it's such an early stage, I genuinely haven't made any real decisions about that other than I guess it will obviously be an Australian mystery and um, I'm thinking a lot about, um, like, yeah, like the setting and what kind of story I want to tell with us. Um, so I'll start kind of, you know, I like to kind of work through a few ideas first before pinning anything down or kind of, see what see what kind of um yeah, see what I'm kind of drawn to and, and then um see what sort of settles, I guess. Mm.
0: And um uh, any of your other novels being considered or would you like them to be considered uh for a screen adaptation as well?
2: Yeah, so I mean I mean I'm in talks um i you know I've been sort of talks ongoing really about all of them. Um so the 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 company behind um The Dry, they have um like they have character rights over um, Aaron Forks. So yeah. um so there would be there would be sort of the first point of call in terms of um, making force of nature, who has you know Fork as a returning character. So um now the dry is completed. Um, hopefully maybe we'll know um, yeah, also be able to turn our attention to to yeah, any possibilities around that one. Um, the lost man has, yeah has like has had like a lot quite a lot of interests over the, you know, since it came out, really. Um, I think with that one, I'm sort of holding off on that one until I find exactly the right deal for that. I think that's a really important to get the kind of characterization and the um, the ability to film in the, that kind of outback setting, I think, is so crucial for that book. Um, I think it's really important to find kind of the right home for that one. Um, and, yeah, with the survivors, we kind of, um, there's some um, that, that's had, had some some early interest um just with the um unpublished manuscript. so wow. yeah so I guess hopefully watch us watch his face with um with that one and um yeah we'll see what happens
1: oh exciting
0: <laughs> yeah this is uh <laughs> you're in a very privileged position and uh we are just absolutely thrilled for your success Jane and mm-hmm. and it's been a a great privilege to be able to chat to you today over Skype
2: yeah thank you oh thank you and thank you so much to you know you and all at booktopia for all the support you give you know not just me but all australian authors i mean i think you know you really do such a beautiful job of like showcasing our work and and promoting us to you know to your customers and things so you know it really makes a huge difference so thank you for um yeah for having me on the podcast and for yeah for doing such a a great job of kind of getting people involved with you know australian authors
1: oh shucks Jane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Great books like yours make it all the worst. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: Thank you to Jane Hubbard for joining us. The Survivors is published by Pam McMillan, and you can order it and all of Jane's books from booktopia.com.au right now.
2: Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free,